0: Hey friends, and welcome back to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. This is episode four, eight steps to guide you into a successful 2024. Today will be the first of the two-part series and we'll cover steps one through five. Before we get started, I'm going to give a quick shout out to Stacey Bonson for her lovely review she says, I keep thinking it's just me, but this is so eye-opening to know everyone at some point lacks confidence. Best part is Heather knows how to show us how to get out of our own way and move forward. So good. Thank you for this, Heather. I really appreciate your review, Stacy. Thank you so so much. Are your big dreams sitting on the shelf collecting dust? Do you second guess yourself or question how you would handle it if you tried and it didn't work out? Listen, what is the cost of not going for it? Welcome to the Crazy Confidence Coach Podcast. My name is Heather Edwards. I'm a master certified life coach. If you've been looking for a blueprint for how to stop being a paralyzed perfectionist, this is for you. I'll share how to uncover what is keeping you from doing what you really want to do, bridging the gap between who you are and who you want to be. We will tackle how to use mind management to get rid of negative thinking, procrastination, and anxiety. Along the way, I'll sprinkle in a little inspiration to keep you motivated. One thing is for sure, you will come away more confident and ready to do whatever you put your mind to. Let's do this. Can you believe that we are already on the four-week countdown to 2024? Where did 2023 go? If you're anything like me, you love this time of year. All the beautiful lights, the holiday cookies, and all the wonderful food, the gatherings, getting dressed up, all the fun things of this time of year. But it also brings time of reflection, of looking back on the past year and what we've accomplished, or for some of us, what we haven't accomplished. And it's kind of bittersweet. Their emotions are sometimes strong, and sometimes it can be downright disappointing if we didn't accomplish the goals that we set out at the beginning of the year prior. Ironically, so many of us wait to January 1st to set our resolutions for the year. Having that champagne glass at midnight and deciding to do that haphazard list of all the things that you want to do. We don't put a lot of thought into it. Of course, we think that we know what we want. Oh, I'm going to work out more or I'm going to spend more time with my family. I'm going to work less. Or maybe it's I'm going to work more and put more effort into my job. Whatever it is, studies show that The majority of resolutions fizzle out within the first two weeks, and 80-something percent die by the end of January. That's not a very good success rate. So I went to work trying to figure out how I could help my clients reach more of their goals, and I ended up creating a small guide, Eight Steps to Guide You into a Successful New Year, is a great guide to help you get clarity, create a plan. And at the end of the year, I guarantee you, you are more confident because you have spent the time and energy to figure out exactly where you want to put your time and energy. And when you do that, something magical really happens. You feel more in control of your life and it builds so much more confidence. I'm going to go ahead and go through all the steps in the guide, download the guide Just print it out and go through each step. And I promise you, at the end of the year, you will have so much more crazy confidence. So if you want to press pause and print the guide, great. If you don't feel like printing it, it's not a problem. You can just listen along to prepare you for 2024. Let's do this. Eight steps to guide you into a successful 2024 Number one is reviewing your past year. You don't really know how to go forward if you haven't looked at what you've done or what you haven't done. The first piece of looking at your past year, what went right with this past year, 2023? Is there a goal that you set forth and you accomplished. Is there something that maybe you got a new job? Maybe your relationship was is deeper and better. Maybe you got to travel a lot. Write down whatever that is, whatever went right for you in 2023. Then the next part of number one would be to write down what went wrong in 2023. What didn't go well? Maybe you didn't do as well at work. Maybe your relationship is struggling. Maybe you're just butting heads with your kid all the time. Who knows? There are all kinds of things that could be wrong. And you're going to look at what would you do or what would you like to do differently the following year? The next piece, you're going to look at what do you want to continue to do in the same way this next year in 2024. Maybe you're a superstar and you've been working out five days a week for 20 minutes every day. If that's what you want to keep, write that down. Make sure you go through all the avenues of your life and that will give you a good solid foundation for what's working, what's not working. Number two, taking inventory. First, you're going to focus on yourself. What about you are you completely in love with right now? Is there anything that you would like to change? About you. In this step, you're also going to take inventory of family and friends. Who are the friends and family members that are supporting you and are adding to your life in a positive manner? And who are the family and friends that are creating some challenges for you? What are some goals you could write around them? to either help you bring them forward with you to 2024 or the difficult process of possibly putting space between you and friends and family that are not working to help you be a better you. The last area you're going to take inventory of is any groups that you're involved in. Sometimes this would be church or you're maybe involved in a community group or a bunco group, any type of group that you're involved in. How is that group serving your purpose and how are you serving them? Taking inventory of that and deciding what you want to take with you into the next year and what could potentially be left in 2023 to, create space for something new. You might already be aware of another group that you want to be involved in, and it might require you to let go of one that you've been participating in, in order to make the time and space to enjoy that one. And that's okay. Remember, we're just getting clarity about what our goals and what our focus is for the following year. That brings us to step three, clean out the clutter. The interesting thing about this step In step three, there are two phases to the clutter. There's the physical clutter that you experience at work or at home in your different spaces, even in your vehicle. And then there's the mental clutter. Those are equally important to maintain and, and clear out and make space for new. This step can honestly be the most time consuming. So what I want you to do is write down every single space that you spend time in, whether it's an office at work, an office at home, your kitchen, your living room, your bedroom, your car, every single space that you spend time in. And I want you to consider even within those spaces, what is cluttered and what is difficult to navigate through. So for instance, I'll use my own experience. Our kitchen is an absolute cluttered mess right now just because I own too many gadgets and too many things that we don't use. My goal for 2024 to clean out every drawer, every cabinet and get rid of all the extra that we have and gift it away or sell it so I can live in a little bit more organized space. That disorganization costs me time and energy when I'm in my kitchen. It doesn't feel good. I don't enjoy being in there. Don't get me wrong. Someone walking in our kitchen wouldn't necessarily look at the kitchen and think it's a mess, but our knife drawer, our junk drawer, our pots and pans, all of that needs to be pulled out, cleaned out, and just reorganized. There's extra pans in there that I can gift away that we don't use. So it doesn't seem like it really matters, but it truly matters when your space is cluttered too much because it allows you to just find everything quicker. If you can't find your keys, if you don't know what's in your closet, you spend more money replacing things. I almost bought a hanger for a wreath this last week trying to decorate because I couldn't find one. Looked for it for a week and a half. Finally found it after cleaning the garage. So it just took a lot of mental space for up for me because I kept thinking about it and considering buying more. This is a great example of an unfinished project that would have been just more clutter if I hadn't taken care of it and found what I needed in the garage. All those unfinished projects are an issue that also happens in your mind, the mental clutter that you have in your mind. One good way to help you with mental clutter is to write things down. It's amazing that once you write them down, they stop floating around in your brain. It creates clutter and you can't think as clearly. So that is a huge part of becoming a better you and becoming more confident. It's having clarity and having a sure path on what you're supposed to do. And you can't do that if your mind and your space is always occupied with keeping you busy with unspecified tasks, searching for the hanger, for the wreath. You know, for me... Just my kitchen being generally not as organized as I want it to be and having to tussle with um, the Tupperware and stuff like that. I'm just constantly fighting with it. So I need to just clean out that space and make it where I can reach in, reach out when I need to get what I need to get. You will probably not clear out the clutter all at one time. Like I said in the beginning of step three, make sure you make your list, check off the areas that are creating issues for you that you need to clean out and be clutter free. Step four of the process is setting your goals. Setting your goals may be you already have something in mind that you want to do in 2024. You can refer back to step one and step two to kind of dig into what you might want to do in 2024, what kind of fitness goals you may have. Maybe it's just getting healthier and eating differently. Maybe it's a financial goal. Maybe it's a professional goal all of the things that you are considering for 2024. Make sure to set your goals using the SMART acronym. If you've not heard that, it's specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound. Once you have all your goals written out, you're ready for step five, setting yourself up for success. With each goal from section four, you're going to break your goal down into micro goals. What I mean by that is you're just going to look over it and figure out what are the tools, resources, and connections you need to accomplish the goal. Do you need equipment or physical tools that will help you? Is there a skill set that you'll need that you don't have right now? Are there connections that would be helpful? What class or book could you find to improve your knowledge? What else? So if you need equipment or tools, is there a way that you can work that into your goals by purchasing the tools or maybe borrowing tools to help you with your goal? And is there a skill set that you need? Maybe taking a course or reading a book or tapping into a friend as a connection if you can get information from them. The other thing to look at for setting yourself up for success is maybe finding an accountability partner or support from family. One of my goals for this year uh, from my coach was to pick three accountability partners. So I had to name three people in my life that I would tap into when I was not feeling like doing what I need to do. Another way you can set yourself up for success is to sign up for a class or a course ahead of the new year. If you know that you want to increase your fitness, then maybe you join a class now that will start in January. By setting yourself up for success with micro goals, you're preventing yourself from getting stuck in places that normally might hang you up. Really take time to dig deep in steps one through six. If you spend the time up front going through each step, you will be able to create very clear goals for next year. By creating detailed, clear goals, you will find that you're more confident and you will actually accomplish them. Next week, we'll finish up with the last of the steps and kind of pull the whole picture together, getting ready for 2024. I'm super excited for you. I'm so glad you joined me and I'm looking forward to seeing you next week. Thank you so much for joining me. If you took away at least one little nugget of goodness that will help you grow your confidence, would you do me a huge favor? Will you pop over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a review? by leaving that review, you help other people just like you find my podcast and you help me continue to bring quality tips and tools to the podcast. To be totally honest, I've yet to meet one person who doesn't have at least one area of their life that they could use a little crazy confidence boost. Hey, if you just want to fast track your crazy confidence journey, let's hop on a one-on-one call and figure out what's holding you back. I hope to see you next week. Love you big.